0: Welcome back to The Sit Down. This is The Sit Down, the podcast version. I am one of two hosts alongside my friend Logan and I'm Trevor. Sorry, I forgot to say that. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. We're here. We're here to bring news. We're we're we back. Are. I'm happy. We are. we're we back for another week and uh we are here and uh, back for another week of long distance. We're in a long yeah. distance relationship right now.
1: And but you know what? It's still it's still working out. Uh the videos are the, the episodes are getting recorded we're we're still we're still chit chatting we're still doing things how we used to do with them where we just talk for for hours and hours before we actually sit down to record. I'm honestly the we we got some conversational stamina that we've been we've been on this Zoom call for two and a half hours by this point point. and we're like all right let's record this hour long episode of this podcast and we just work our way through it.
0: <laughs> let's do it full set. Honestly though it's just you know it's you're, you're it's one of those things that like eventually you get to the point where like. You're talking to someone and you just you just go. You know, there's you just there's go, certain yeah. people. There's not many people in this world though that there's like that. Uh, you, you know, you can just you can talk to them forever. You know, you, yeah. you never run out of things to talk about. And I feel like with us, we definitely are in that situation.
1: Oh yeah, it can just it can just bounce one thing off the next. Um, I I definitely have people. I mean, I, I know everybody's got people where like they can talk forever, but you're like, you're like, I'm not, I'm not with it. I need you to understand. I'm not with it. <laughs> I need you to shut up <laughs> Here's here. And here's here. I don't know if I mentioned this on you before. Here's a quick psychology hack for you. Um, If, if you're talking to somebody and you notice their toes are pointed away from you, then they are removed from the conversation. But if they're pointed towards you, then they're still engaged.
0: Huh? Interesting. What if they're laying
1: down? if, if you're if, if they're laying down for some reason i don't know where that where that setting is <laughs> then look if they're clearly fidgeting leave <laughs> but like and, and but the thing is that's not like a like a, a little psychology tidbit that everybody knows but i in the moment i assume everybody does so mm. i there have been times where like i'm someone's talking at me and i'm turned like my my lower half, of the body is 90 degrees away from them, but my top half <laughs> is still there. And I'm like, look at how uncomfortable I look. I, I, you have to understand I'm removed from this conversation right now. I want to leave. Okay. So you're talking,
0: okay. So I wasn't sure if, okay. So you're talking like turned as in like your body is somewhat turned and ready to leave. Not necessarily yeah. that Okay. So I was, yeah. I was getting to make sure. So when I stand my, my, my feet go outward a little bit. So I know yeah, I understand that. If it
1: looks like, if it's <laughs> not going to be looking right at them, if, yeah, if their feet are both pointing like the direction, like they could walk in that direction and just walk away from you, then they're, <laughs> they're trying to let them, ah, that let makes them. Sense. it's okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I need to start. Maybe I should start looking for that. It's helped. What if
0: you're on Zoom? Then how you do, like we are now. How do you know I don't want to leave this conversation right now?
1: Because we just started recording and I know that's how so you're losing. <laughs> for what it's worth, my body was turned. <laughs> it's just a <laughs> little anti-psychology
0: hack there for you. That's oh right. my
1: god. Don't whoever that guy
0: me. is. Whoever that guy is, I just debunked him in one Dang. foul swoop.
1: Obliterated. His career is over. <laughs>
0: It's like, it's, it's like those things that you only need one thing to disprove it. Right. Yeah. It's, now, it's, it's like, it, it's like,
1: it's like the opposite of confirmation bias.
0: Yeah. Confirmation,
1: you only need one thing to prove you right. And it's the opposite. It's like, you only need one thing to completely deep, it doesn't matter what they say. They got, they slip up once and that's it.
0: It's gone. It's done. That's how I feel a lot of times. That's, that's how I win a lot of arguments. I feel like all you have to do is play it safe. You know, you got to tread water until they mess up and then boom, you in. Oh, and, you win. The,
1: and then you pounce on that mistake. That's how people call, That's how people win arguments just by correcting grammar. Not that that wins arguments, but that's how people do they're like, they're like I'm waiting, I'm waiting. He's like, he's got a pretty sound argument, but he doesn't know how to use the Oxford comma. <laughs> <laughs> Get cooked, baby. <laughs> Get cooked. Don't know how to use a semicolon. Get out of
0: here. <laughs> Dude, I feel like lawyers do that though all the time. Oh yeah. You know, you're like, I'm, I'm not guilty, not guilty, not guilty. Oh, they found a fingerprint right there. I'm toast. Yeah i'm good
1: dang you know yeah they
0: wait they they let you sweat they <laughs> let like you sweat, you sweat you know? <laughs> but it's also the same thing is that like well wait no hang on you have to prove guilty right you have to prove innocence so i guess it would be the opposite of that is like you're guilty 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 and then bang you're you know, the defense yeah. nails you with a exonerator
1: <laughs> yeah. it's just
0: one one baby well that's all i mm-hmm. need the yeah. secret sauce the secret sauce <laughs> of how to get away with murder <laughs> I feel like that happens a lot on here too. Is we always end up going to a way to avoid crimes and punishment.
1: Crimes, oh yeah. <laughs> it's because it's because I think I think at least in the background of my mind, there are, I I feel like I'm accidentally doing so many illegal things. Like for instance, I've forgotten. I forgot ladies and about, gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> so we got him. Like I for, I like tax evasion. is one thing that like. I've, I've said for many years that if I were to go to jail for anything, it would be accidental tax evasion. Dude, I would I'm just so forget to do that. my, I would just forget <laughs> to do my taxes on time and then lock me up for it. Dude, I'm so scared that I'm going to like do it and then mess it up. Yeah. And mess it up. Com- it mess up completely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll just do it wrong or like, like I'll file it or like I'll do everything and then just
1: forget to hit submit. Like, I'll literally have I, all the papers tied. That's That's what happened, like, like last year for, I was paying Bowling Green city taxes, and I turned in the form saying, like, this is how much I owe, but I didn't give them a check or anything. I didn't pay it. <laughs> so they came after me, like, like, six months later, and they were like, yeah, you never paid this, and you need to do this. I'm like, oh, crap. And I, I,
0: you know, we never like to get political on here, but there's one thing that I could be political about on here, because I feel like this is a, a sound and just argument is that why can't they just tell me how much I have to pay in taxes? Just why do I do They something? already know. They know how much I need to pay and just send me a Venmo request and then I'll be I'll be Dude, cool with it. Exactly. Honestly, they could send me a Venmo request of like 3 times the amount, I wouldn't even dispute it. And I wouldn't know oh, no. because I'd just be like, have Venmo." I mean, people 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 are honest on Venmo, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I yeah. No nobody cheats anybody at anything, you know?
0: I hate if requesting me- from Venmo unless it's like something I know I'm getting, like rent or something. Obviously, I've never done it with rent, but like bills, like do you ever feel guilty of like, you just like request someone. You're like, 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 like when someone like you buy someone's dinner and they're like, Oh, Venmo request yeah. me. No, oh. how about you just give me the money. Yeah, instead? exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. I'm like, we're sitting right. You're going to pull your phone out anyways. Just send it to me now. Cause I, I get exactly how you feel. I, I spent $70 on a dinner once between me, Lorna and another friend. And the friend was like, yeah, just send me the, send me the Venmo request and I'll cover the half of it. And I never asked for his <laughs> Portion of that seventy dollar meal because my pride or whatever you want to call it, I just didn't want to ask him. I didn't want to Venmo request him the money, so I'm still I'm still sitting like thirty dollars short on this meal, dude. You can you just can't go
0: wrong. It's just weird to do it. It's yeah. weird to Venmo request people. I would rather just you know just do it yourself. Just Venmo me,
1: and then I don't yeah. worry about it. Exactly, and then it's over and done with. That's it.
0: Yeah, because it seems a lot cooler when they say we pay they you know they paid you five dollars, not they. Accepted your request or whatever it says. It says something different, yeah. I think. But like, maybe mm. you know I mean? like they did your five dollar request. Like, come on, just give me five dollars. Yeah. Ah, yeah. nah, I digress. That's <laughs> 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 just that's just the millennials in me talking. Oh yeah, what even am I? Gen Z? I don't know. I'm in the middle, I think.
1: Yeah, we're well I think the term is is zillennials where it's no, like that's
0: disgusting. I'm gonna like. Yeah, that
1: one. I know there needs to be a better term for it, but it's like the, like the the ninety six to ninety nine range. Where like I I there are aspects of like growing up in the early two thousands that I remember, um, but I'm not I'm not like on the young kid (laughs) trends at all. Yeah, biggest. I think the biggest diverging factor was like was like which side of the uh of like the tie pod the tide pod craze you were on, (laughs) and that defined that defined which (laughs) which generation you fell into. That kind of makes sense, to be honest with you. That
0: makes a lot of yeah. sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was not on it. I wasn't a tide pod eater. I'll be honest. It they look delectable, but I oh, yeah. never, I never had the intention of doing one. i am never eating one. Yeah, yeah. So I, did, I would have failed the challenge. I did do the cinnamon challenge once though, and that was how, and horrible. how did that go? Oh yeah, I sucked. Did it, I would. you not recommend is, it? Did you inhale it? Uh, no, I just kind of put my mouth on it and tried to swallow it. And then I was like, bah, bah,
1: bah, bah, you know, like, I, <laughs> I think somebody, I think somebody said they cracked the code on how to do the cinnamon challenge, which friend if anybody doesn't know the cinnamon challenge, it's what, like, like a, like a tablespoon of, of, of cinnamon just tossed yeah. in your mouth. yeah, And like, much. everybody dies. <laughs> not, not literally, it's like everybody, everybody, like it's, it's horrible. Every time I see somebody try to do it. And I think somebody had said like, you essentially have to hold your breath and then put the spoon in your mouth and then try to swallow it. Because what kills a lot of people is like, they put the spoon in and then breathe in through their mouth and all the cinnamon goes into their lungs. And, <laughs> and that's how people struggle so hard with the challenge. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I luckily didn't do that. I just had it. I just took a spoonful of it and I was like, this sucks. Like I was just, it was just dry. Like, yeah. i went just spit it out because i was like it's not worth me winning this challenge because
1: it's like taking taking a chomp of sand it honestly
0: it, it might as well have to be honest yeah i just like randomly started thinking about how like when you actually like rocks in your teeth or something you ever have that when you what i i dude i don't have any recollection of how this happened i just something in my mind popped when i was like um i feel like i was like like i got like a face full of grass or something, and I like bit down and I bit like I like I was like you know just like getting over it or whatever. And I was yeah. like getting out, and, like I bit down and like I hit like a rock or like a piece of maybe it was just a clump of sand or something. I don't know. I feel like this happened to me,
1: but it's like ingrained in my memory, but I do not remember it at all. You know what I mean? No, that's, that's definitely a you thing. I've never, <laughs> I've never been like, oh, what is? Oh, is that a, is that a pebble? What? No, I've never, <laughs> dude. What am I doing here? You're munching rocks. Oh my <laughs> gosh. That's so weird. I don't know where that
0: came from. I don't even know if that happened to me. To honest, it may not have happened to me.
1: You may have just lied, but it's okay.
0: I, did. I just lied to millions of people that are listening to this.
1: That's okay. We may lie about those backstories, but you know what we don't lie about is these news stories.
0: Oh, look at this guy. Dang.
1: Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Look at this guy. He's nice with it. He is nice with it. Might if I dive into this first one here? Oh, hit me. Feed so we- the beast. I've, I've been sitting on this story for a couple of weeks and i'm and I I'm, I'm happy that I'm happy to finally have it uh, on the forefront and getting and, and getting to it first thing this episode uh this one's coming to us from uh, mirror.co.uk so it's so I, I mentioned it a couple episodes ago sometimes these these uk stories can get a little funky sometimes they completely miss the mark and sometimes they're right on the money but sometimes you know this one's kind of kind of in between but i'm I'm still happy to be to be sharing it now so Uh, This one, because before we started recording, Trevor and I had a a long talk about where both of us are in in our employment journeys and kind of the uh, the pros and the cons uh, of what it's like uh, in the adult life with the, uh, you know, the the full time jobs now. Um, But more fun college was. You didn't worry about that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But then we also talked about, you know, the transition between that time. The first thing being, uh, you know, that interview for the new job. Uh, So this is a, a fun story. Um, uh, you, 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 can, you can take this man's methods and run with it, uh, because this is how, um, it, <laughs> it's an educational story. It's, it's an educational story on how to, on how to get noticed when you're, when you're looking at a company for a job. So this, uh, story is titled, uh, man's creative job application method. It gets the entire office talking about him. Cool. Which, oh yeah. Like oh yeah. It. Um, so, uh, so Jonathan Swift decided to think outside the box when he applied for a job on InstaPrint's marketing team, and his creative method has become the talk of the office. Oh,
0: you know, if you're doing something creative for a marketing position, yeah. you're probably gonna get a really good interview. He's <laughs>
1: honestly, he's right. He's right on the money. For you're basically for, doing for, half of the
0: job already.
1: Exactly. You're <laughs> you're you're displaying your competence. Um, exactly. it's like
0: <laughs> it's like when you like that's like as good as you can get. Of like the only next best step I can possibly think. Is when like you have like someone who cuts hair, like a barber, is looking for to hire another barber, and yeah. you just cut somebody's hair in front of him, and he's like, "Dude, that's what we're looking for. You got the job. A, obviously, that, you're good a, at it."
1: That's a cut of hair. Yeah, <laughs> that,
0: that <laughs> there is a nice cut, baby. That is clean.
1: <laughs> so, so when it comes to landing your dream career, uh, you sometimes need to go above and beyond to land that all important interview, and thinking outside the box is definitely encouraged. Uh, one man who made sure he would stand out from the crowd was Jonathan Swift, who saw an opening for a position within the marketing department of Yorkshire-based printing specialists, Instaprint, and decided to get creative with his application. Uh so I love it this, already. I know I'm 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 here for it. So this 24-year-old, so I uh, so I love it because ju- just just older than us. So, this is something that you know definitely we could have been doing this too. Um, the 24 year old made his mark by recycling the company's own flyers and a genius. genius marketing stunt. Oh, and, the com- <laughs> <laughs> and the company parking lot as he placed a flyer advertising his LinkedIn profile on every single car. That's amazing. Like, I feel the, like it's like, it's like mild
0: harassment, but at the same time, it's freaking awesome. It
1: it worked out in his favor. I, I understand completely how this could have gone, how this could have gone <laughs> south. But there, there's a picture attached from uh Instaprint's Instagram, uh, and it, it really is what it is. It looks like uh, it, it was an old flyer of theirs with like a scratch marking that's like, it's like, it looked like somebody took a coin on a, on a scratch-off lotto ticket and scratched off and what was underneath was his LinkedIn profile picture, and I think it's hilarious. Uh, so marketing <laughs> <is> manager <laughs> yeah, it's marketing manager Craig Wassel, uh, who was doing the hiring for the position, noticed Jonathan's antics on CCTV on so the security cams uh, when he was advised by security to take a closer look at what was going on. And he was so impressed that he decided to invite the man in for an interview. Classic. Uh, that's that's that?
0: amazing. This see the, the nice thing about this is that this is like reverse of what most people do. It's like almost every single person uh applies on LinkedIn in order to yeah. get this position. And this guy is just straight up giving them his LinkedIn, but in yeah. a cool way.
1: And and the thing, that's like that's playing it safe. A lot of people are like, I gotta, I gotta have this strong resume. Which you know what? To be on my soapbox for a second, I pride myself on like, oh, I have a solid written resume, dude. I'm, I, I'm, I'm sure you do too. You gotta, you land that that nice that nice business job.
0: <laughs> I do now. It sucked at first though, dude. I'm not good at like, I'm not good at the fluff stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the, the oh, I, 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 I. I handled the money with 100% accuracy. like all that stuff that's garbage.
1: Yeah. garbage. oh yeah, but here, here's here's a here's a little tip, an, uh, uh, an unsolicited tip for for resumes to help you to help it to help it be a little cleaner. Quantify everything. put a number in, in oh. every description because that's what like when I went and got mine checked out, the person that was looking at it was like, oh no, this is a solid a solid resume. In all your descriptions of what you're doing for your jobs, put a number in all of it. Put a, oh yeah. Quantify, quantify everything in that, and that's how that helps to stand out. Because that helps okay. people
0: wrap their brains around what's going on.
1: Exactly. So it, it's not just yeah. words and and mumbo jumbo. So yeah. Stepping stepping off my soapbox. That's that, that's guy. my advice. Said, I know how to hire people right here. I oh, know yeah. how it takes to get. I, sh- I should just go ahead. I just go ahead and be the hiring manager. At you should do it. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the manager Craig here says. Uh, quote, when I looked out of the office window, I could already see that someone had been around leaving flyers on all the car wind uh, windscreens. And upon closer inspection, it became apparent that the flyers uh, more closely were uh, more closely were, in fact, an application for the role I was hiring for. <laughs> Naturally, we immediately invited Jonathan in for an interview. Dude, genius. he didn't even have to write a cover letter. He just made flyers. A, that's a good that's a good hiring manager, too. We're taking taking that and and being like this this guy's got this is this is the the perspective got, we may need. This yeah. guy's got it. You know, he's got the he, X factor because he could have just been mad that like somebody could have thought this way overstepping boundaries with uh with <laughs> with putting flyers all over the place.
0: And he instead he's like, nah, this is this is goaded. This is what we're looking for. This is the kind of guy that separates. You know, the, the the pack from the herd, that's not what it is. But I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? I know what you're saying. That's not the quote at all. The pack from the herd? That seems right to me. All right, so Craig <laughs> the also shared. From the herd? I,
1: I, I have no idea. What is it, separate? The, wolf, ah, is yeah, it like... the wolf from the pack?
0: Oh, that uh, is it. I don't know. I think I'm mixing two phrases together. And I, th- I don't think either think of them are. really are doing what I want it to do.
1: Do, do a search on that real quick and I'll keep all right, and yeah, see, you and can, see what comes you can, yeah. up. Uh, so Craig all, also shared footage from the CCTV cameras, as well as a picture of the cars on Twitter, where he admitted that Jonathan uh, has become the talk of the office thanks to his new stunt. Uh, so he wrote, quote, we've uh, been well and truly flied." in quotes. I guess it's, uh, it's probably a British saying um, by a candidate uh, for uh, applying for a job in our marketing team. Uh, every car in the parking lot is covered in flyers linking to the applicant's LinkedIn profile. It's definitely definitely one way to stand out. Uh, continuing, uh, he's been the talk of the office since covering everyone's cars in CVs. I love it when we get a hashtag creative job application. And <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dude, I, I love that. That's amazing. That's how yeah. you really. I feel like that's how you you
1: really set yourself apart.
0: That's what you got That's do. how you
1: set yourself apart. You find anything thing different.
0: Differentiating people is is what. It is. So I'm pretty sure the the one I was looking for is separate the. I mean I wasn't gonna use this one. Was separate the men from the boys. Like that's the one I'm thinking of. I know. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. But I think I might have. Oh, here we go. Wait. What in the world? This there's no way this is what it is.
1: Because
0: there's a there's a chance I'm saying something that I don't know what it is and it might be inappropriate. Okay. But apparently it's not separate the wheat from the chaff i've never heard that i haven't either it's to separate the good or valuable from which is inferior so i'm assuming the chaff is that i don't even know what this is i'm looking at that work
1: that's exactly what you meant i've just never heard that before
0: (laughs) Uh, so chaff is the husk of corn or other seeds separated by winnowing or threshing Okay okay so, there Not we fun. go I guess I, th- hey, hey. I think it's the, the the like garbage part of the uh, thing uh, you know
1: I got you I got you yeah Okay. Uh, so Instaprint received over 140 applications for the position but thanks to Jonathan's stroke of creative genius he became the lucky candidate to be offered the role and started his job earlier in the month 140, uh, 140 no. applicants who they they went by the books They, they had that strong cover letter, that strong resume and went and just looking to looking to impress just solely based off of their background. But this guy said, you know what? No, I'm going to take, I'm going to toe the line (laughs) and, and, and constructively vandalize this parking lot.
0: That's amazing. And
1: what makes me laugh about this
0: is the fact that like this guy, like, do you think he applied in the regular section also like the, all the regular applicants?
1: i I think he he probably got a formal application in, and then was like, no, nah, this is this is gonna do this isn't gonna
0: do it for me." I'm I'm because, sending it
1: because if he applied through LinkedIn, a lot of a lot of jobs on LinkedIn will like say how many applicants they have. So he probably filled it in, and then was like, "No, I I can see I'm playing for LinkedIn Premium. I can see who's all applying for this job, <laughs> and Dude. then and he's like, "No, I can't do this." He's seen all these people from like his marketing classes in college, and he's like, No, I'm not gonna stand a chance against them. I gotta go, I gotta, I gotta use <laughs> they some were of all my ways. I'm getting...
0: the C's. So, but he said, you know what? It's not about thinking. the books. He's about thinking using your, is... about using the street smarts I learned.
1: You he's know, he said.
0: Yeah. gotta get out there and run, baby. You know, this makes me think of how um uh when whenever I was applying for jobs, it was uh like you know, I would see all these other applicants and I'd be like, wow, that sucks. And then I would not get a response. I applied to so many jobs and didn't get responses. Okay. Real quick, before we jump to the last part of this story, is it, how do you feel on uh response or no response versus
1: getting told no? Um, I, th- I think, I think it depends. I think it would be, it, it is polite to just say no. I think, I, I think, if you have the, the email as a draft, how long is it or as a template? How long does it send, Does it take you to literally click on the template, toss in my email and hit send? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't I don't think it's that hard. Um, nah, I, I really understand do. why, like for larger companies, they're like, I, I don't have time for this. But like, le- let me know. I, I applied for for one job right after I graduated, which I, I was I was underqualified for. But like, I, it was just a shot in the dark. And mm-hmm. I. I didn't hear back from them until I was like two months into my current job. (laughs) I got a response. They were like, Yeah, we're gonna take it another direction. I'm like, Cool, so did I. I (laughs) (laughs) so did I. Yeah, exactly. So you should have said back like, I already have a job, you losers. (laughs) Yeah, you yeah, you're lost. Come on. So Craig added, quote, Jonathan's application did more than grab my attention. It showed that he'd researched the brand and that he had the right attitude, creativity, and sense of humor to fit the team perfectly. I can't wait to see what ideas he brings to the table and to work with him in the future, end quote. But Jonathan has admitted he can't completely take credit for the idea as he was inspired by a similar Instaprint employee who had bagged a position on the design team after having her photograph printed on the company's roller banners. Oh, so he stole it. So he he plagiarized. He's just just adding it. Oh, so he plagiarized. (laughs) Is, is it technically like defacing company property if he if, if they decided to, like, go in the other direction, then I'll then offer him a, uh, an interview? Uh,
0: maybe and because they, then he's just obnoxiously everywhere. He's trespassing yeah, yeah. and putting these th- like unsolicited papers everywhere. You know, I'm kind of I may be. so I'm I'm on this Jonathan guy's side because
1: I think it's a pretty awesome way to get an interview, but oh, also yeah. at the same time, come on, man, it's this is not gonna work out for everybody. Is what I'm thinking, right? So, so we got a, We got a, a couple of quotes here from Jonathan where he says, "quote I remembered seeing the print. Instaprint- in the news a while back, because a candidate had successfully applied for a design role by exactly as it said, a photograph <laughs> on the company's own banners. Uh, and he says, I wanted my application to make a statement just like that one had. And what better way than distributing 500 flyers with my face on and around the company parking lot? Good God. That is so many. That's a lot. How many people do you
0: think got that and thought it was a parking ticket? Oh, they walked out. Oh, oh,
1: I don't know how big that parking lot is.
0: That's true. It's also probably a company parking lot, so maybe they're thinking they didn't get that much. But I got, I something like, what? Are you kidding me? I just got one. Yeah. Oh, I think I would have thought that initially, and then saw it and laughed.
1: I think I would have laughed. Oh yeah, you you gotta have a good sense of humor about it. (laughs) You got it for something like that. Come on. I would be chuckling at this guy. This is kind of I, I. This reminds me of I saw this video uh, a couple years ago, and um, (laughs) this guy, uh. It, it was uh it was back like back when we were talking about like like prank videos on youtube that are like just wholesome in the end they're not like they they don't do anything at, at the at the uh at, like the the effect of of the person they're pranking necessarily not like the ones where they just go up um, and punch somebody all
0: oh, right and sock them no in the mouth
1: um uh, <laughs> but this guy he he said yeah my friend went to australia uh recently he's for a study abroad trip Um, so I'm just putting information and like pictures on a flyer and all that it was was like my friend uh, like my friend Anthony uh, in the bullet point said just like went to Australia uh, studied abroad met a koala had a really nice time plans to go back in the future and then was at this boardwalk handing it out and it was like hey my friend Anthony went to Australia and uh, we're just trying to raise awareness (laughs) and people were like we were like well, raise awareness for what? And he said, oh, just because just he went. We're just trying to let people know what happened. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, did he do anything? And he's like, no, he, he just went to Australia, you know, had a really nice time. We're just trying to raise awareness. <laughs> he was just so like deadpan the whole time. I thought it was hilarious. And that's, what I that is, this, that's what this reminded me of. That's incredible. That is incredible.
0: I, I'm going to be honest. I don't understand awareness things very much because most of the time, if it's like an actual like problem, people already know about it. Yeah. Like I understand supporting that's different but like if you, you're here you show your support but like raising awareness come on, like people mostly know what these things
1: are <laughs> yeah new, the, i'm sorry the, i just it's the, not the social media's got everything everywhere nowadays
0: yeah it would be like it'd be like someone being like oh i'm raising awareness about covid be cautious okay well i've been hey, literally hey. everywhere <laughs> <laughs> I this has been the news yeah so i don't know that's how i that's how i gotta feel but i i do like that um I, I think it might be a uh a bot or something of the, of the sort but I think it's funny that this this article has one singular comment and it is at the bottom by Mr Soft
1: 2022
0: <laughs> and it's did just the kissy this. face <laughs> That's all oh
1: it it's all it is literally just a kissy
0: face
1: <laughs> I did I have never looked for Comments on any of our stories. I am going to start. That is that's oh incredible. I love that.
0: Wow, that is that's good stuff. That is good stuff. I'm looking at other comments now, but um, I need to not so um, but that that's pretty good. I like that one article. I like to, I think it's a good inspirational article, you know. You learn new yeah. things, learn how to get mm-hmm. a job basically. It's pretty much what we're learning as we're teaching. Yeah, we're an educational te- te- podcast. We are we're educational now. We've switched it from comedy slash news to educational podcasting. <laughs> and lying, apparently. And <laughs> lying.
1: All right, Trevor, you wanna wanna take us into the into this uh into this next one here?
0: Oh yeah, baby, let's do it. So uh this one is coming to us from Daily Mail. Oh, also dot co dot uk. A little UK action here, oh,
1: okay. All right, so
0: I uh I actually found this one on uh Twitter the other day. I was perusing through the old Twitter sphere and I thought it was interesting. So, um, oh, which one is that? Is that pounds? That's I don't know, it's pounds. Is it pounds? Okay, <laughs> that's pounds. <cool. balance. laughs> so, uh, 704 is titled 740,000 pounds painting is ruined after, quote, bored security guard draws eyes on faceless figures on his first day in the job at Russian Gallery. Um,
1: I also saw this and I, I thought it was hilarious. It's
0: it's so good. It's so good. So A painting worth 740,000 pounds has been destroyed after a bored security guard. I just read that. Uh, so on his first day on the job, the security guard had drawn two pairs of eyes with a ballpoint pen okay so on artist's Uh, Anna Leporskaya's Three Figures, 1932 to 1934, painting during an abstract art exhibition at the Yeltsin Center in the city of Yekaterinburg, Western Russia. So depending on the face...
1: With a a ballpoint
0: pen? Yeah, straight up. He's not even like he's painted on there. It's just a ballpoint. Like this dude pulled out the freaking Bic and started writing on it. Oh my... i love that so the painting was debased by a security guard who has not been named but is believed to be 60 years old who worked for a private security company the yeltsin center said in a statement so okay i'm gonna i'm gonna just throw this out there how do you not know to not do this like i, I feel like as a security guard that's that may that literally might be the first thing they teach you is don't touch the paintings
1: i i feel like on top of that it's got to be common sense too well so so my my parents had some input on not on this exactly but on like art museums where like my dad said that the first time I took my mom to like an art museum on like a date she was just, she came across one painting that and was so just enamored by it that she just like reached out to touch it and luckily he caught her like <laughs> inches away from touching this 300 year old painting so I feel like sometimes you could just be so overcome by it that you want to just like like feel the painting but to be so overcome that you just Dude, pull out a pen and start drawing eyes on it it's hilarious Dude, hey, you a, should know better you
0: should 100% you should know better so um two visitors enjoying an art exhibition called the world as non-objectivity the birth of a new art at the Elton Center spotted the extra details to two of the three figures on the 1930s painting on December 7th last year which the painting itself is not good. I'm going to be honest with you. It sucks. No, I could paint. The
1: pa- yeah, the painting itself is. is honestly, is the dots really might have made great. it better, to be honest. That was me, my honestly. thought, too. We're like, the first time I saw the, the paintings, first off, I didn't realize it was only two of the three faces. That's also hilarious. It was the I, two I, background I, it is, people. It's the two background That back does make it funnier. A, but like, I look at it and I'm like, wow. And he, the thing about these eyes is it's very sloppily done. It is not like, he didn't do oh, all yeah. a good detail. He just did like two, like two circles on each. And even that kind of, it kind of rounds out the painting a little bit better. To
0: be honest with you, it, it's almost better because these people didn't even do it. Like, they, like like she just, she just,
1: honestly, you could literally pass this as
0: not humans. Yeah. It's not that great. So the painting, which is, and was on loan from the state. I'm skipping that word gallery in Moscow was damaged by the security guard after he said, as he said to have become bored on his first day, he has since been fired. So that checks out a hundred
1: 60 years old. I feel like I feel not, not that it's not that it's okay, but I feel like it's understandable. This man, I feel like, I feel like he's got like, like Walmart greeter energy. If a Walmart, if you saw like a Walmart employee, just like he he's, he's welcoming guests in and then just like goes back to the, like back in aisle, grabs a bag of chips and just like cracks open as people are coming in and just snacking on <laughs> chips at the front doors. It's basically credited. the same thing. Like, I want to be honest. I think being
0: bored, I would, I would, this is hilarious. That's something to do, but I mean, come on, you're, this is not, this is just not intelligent moves right here. So I don't really know why you would think to do that. Um Ballpoint pen makes it. Infinitely funnier. Uh so I don't know the suspect has only been revealed now as a security guard by the Yeltsin Center, although they did not name the worker. The work was sent then to the Moscow gallery the next day and was suspended by an art restorer. Please now open an investigation for vandalism, which comes with a 395-pound dime. Was that supposed to be fine? The, the probably letters probably are right. Probably the, the letters are right next to each other. So I thought they were fine and a one-year correctional labor sentence. Wow! wow, that seems way worse than the fine. Um, so, uh, the painting is being restored. The damage, according to the restoration expert at State Trekidov, I'm going to skip it again, gallery can be eliminated without any long-term damage to the artwork. That's good to know. The painting, yeah, uh, the damage to the painting and cost of restoration has been estimated at uh, 2,470 pounds. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> So uh, continuing on, it's unclear how much the painting is worth, but it was insured with the Alpha Insurance Company for £740,000. Mm-hmm. Um, it was reported that the company where the security guard worked is paying for the restoration. Uh, that seems like it makes sense. This is just about the artist, and I don't really care about her. So uh, so then um, <laughs> so the Yeltsin Center said in a statement released on Tuesday, ch- we inform you. Uh, that during the investigation, the person who painted the eyes on the figure of the painting by Anna Laportskaya was identified. This is a private security organization that carries out security activities in the Elsa Center. Recall that on December 7th, 2021, during the demonstration of, uh, wait, okay, the damage was done with a ballpoint pen. The center added the work wasn't Oh, This is literally just reading what they just wrote. Okay, I'm skipping all that because it's just the same quotes. So, sorry about that. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so I like this concept. Um, I think this is a nice touch. I think he honestly made the painting better. I would pay, I would pay more money for the second painting than the first.
1: I, I agree i i probably i probably would too man there is some sometimes man contemporary art just like it just rubs me the wrong way and I and i'm not a huge art person anyways but like the oil on canvas and it's just a blue canvas i'm like that's what what i'm saying i suck at art okay
0: this is and are you are you done i'm horrible and i think that the way for me to determine whether art is like valuable or whatever because obviously i don't know anything about art and i don't i don't know anything about art nor do i really care to learn anything about art but all I'm saying is that if I can do it, it should be worth nothing. I'm going to throw that out there. If I can make this, rep, like, if I can make a replica of it, it should not be worth money. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. That's how I got like This one, I could, I could paint. I'm totally 100%. with you. That's hilarious. This, honestly, I think I could paint
1: better than this. I, oh, yeah. I could get, I could, I could paint this in a, in, I could, uh, let me pull the painting in. I could paint, I could Dude, at least get the yeah, outlines you, done you, in. A dozen. It's really not. It's
0: like it's like it looks like not um, a whole lot to it. (laughs) It looks like those little figurines from IKEA. You know what I'm talking about? Little like the little wood guys. That's what this looks like, basically. So in case the people are at home are wondering, the faces look just like that. There's a, a, a a crescent for hair. It's not even formed to hair, and then a a half oval for their body. That's the entirety of the painting. It's junk a junk painting i'm sorry i'm just i would not pay seven hundred forty thousand pounds for this
1: i feel like and just just another 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 thought i had uh i feel like being an art restorer like re- art restoration no, is I your agree. job has got to be such a high stress job if you if you if you come across like 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 if you come across like an original monet and you're like, oh, Christ, as you're like s- trying so hard to not mess it up even further. I feel like I, I would easily Dude, crack. I couldn't either pressure. because I would like not almost like, restore that. Yeah, this word. is going
0: to sound bad. And, and it's so incorrect and so ignorant for sure. But like, it almost it. seems like it would be worse to mess up like a, like a $10 million painting than like a surgeon to mess up surgery. Like, yes, you're killing someone, but people care. I feel like a lot like more people will care about the artwork. Then potentially people will care about this person you just killed. <laughs> Art restoration is harder than being a surgeon. You're here your first, folks. I don't know if I'm. <laughs> no stance I'm... is honestly better than that. No, I'm, take, than I'm taking no
1: stance on that. <laughs> now, while I
0: don't agree with I'm... that, I
1: think the pressure
0: of killing someone is way worse. Okay, I understand that, but I, I feel, feel like I feel, like I feel like you, at the same you... time as like this. You know, there's gonna be more people, but you're not getting Leonardo da Vinci. To, you know, you're not getting someone to whip up another Mona Lisa. Like, it just can't be done. It's not the same.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> now, I'm not saying yeah. I agree with what I said. <laughs> I just feel like that's kind of the concept sometimes. It was, they can interpret. They can it was interpret a comment we tossed out there. The listeners can kind of, but they
1: can draw, draw their own conclusions. Also, I just found out that
0: 740,000 pounds is 987,086 US dollars. So, that is an expensive painting. I just didn't really know the exact uh,
1: conversion. What's interesting is like I've never seen like a comparison into, uh, like like Russian money into like the rubles. So just for comparison's sake, uh, this, uh, when the when the, co- the insurance company, uh, claimed it for seven hundred and forty thousand pounds, that's the equivalent of a seven oh just about pounds. Russian that's a, rubles. That's a,
0: that's a couple few, that's for sure.
1: That's a lot,
0: dude. That's crazy. Do so you wanna you wanna lead us into uh this next story
1: we got here? I guess the last story. I'll take us I'll take us right into this next one. And we, we've, got a couple, we, we've had a couple we've had we're we're like two two of the three stories so far ended up being like which which side are we on which it, it typically we're like we're maybe one episode uh, or one story an episode but we're going to be we're going to be 3 for 3 on this one uh so this one uh, once again is coming to us from the mirror.co uh so just another UK story to take us out of here uh and this is uh, an owner slammed for insane list of rules for a dog sitter and will only pay 80 pounds. So I, I, I've never dog sat myself. Um, but so like, I didn't, I didn't know what would technically be like insane demands. What would be too much or like, or like reasonable or whatever. <laughs> but as, as I was reading through this and as I, as I go through this again, um, yeah, it, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll draw our conclusions.
0: I have dog sat one time, no
1: twice. And how that, how'd that go?
0: uh neither time was really too terribly demanding it's like it's not like i didn't have anything weird like what's going on in the story i just had to fill the food up and let the dog out basically yeah so right. it's not not i mean it's something like that it's not bad at all
1: yeah um well this one let, let's let's take a listen uh so the dog owner wanted to make it quote abundantly clear that she'd only paid the equivalent of 80 pounds for nine days work and would be using her household camera to check up on the dog sitter already insane that's already suspicious i for would sure. already have backed out um so when it comes to needing a dog sitter many people turn to their close family or friends instead of hiring a stranger to mind their pet but not everyone has this privilege uh, sometimes owners have to pay for a professional to watch their pets while they're away as long as they've done their research this shouldn't be a problem uh, but one dog sitter got more than she bargained for when a crazed owner set out six strict rules she must agree to before being allowed anywhere near her dog, a, a, a little tight with uh... the the leash. The leash is short. Hey, hey, hey! hey. <laughs> uh, so, offering to pay her the equivalent of eighty pounds, the owner expects the woman to drop everything and come care for her diabetic dog Junie for nine days straight.
0: Okay. Okay. So at this point, I'm I'm like, but what, what I did, it wasn't really that bad. So at this point in the story, I am not really on either, like on any, I'm not against anybody. Let's put yeah. it that way. Like I, at this point, I'm still like, I understand, you know, $80 or 80 pounds, little slim for nine days, but like, maybe I don't really know. But, like, but you're kind of like pay a dog. So. Like, like what? If you like if what, had to go like a couple times a day, it's not bad.
1: At all. Right. And like what comes into those close. nine days, you know. Uh, so, yeah. shocked by the owner's demands, the dogs that are shared the pair's messages on Imger, Imger on an image website. I don't know.
0: Uh, yeah. with, with
1: the caption Rude lady wants me to watch her diabetic dog <laughs> for basically nothing. Okay. Wow. Okay. We we didn't hear in the
0: story that it was rude
1: lady. We didn't get any of that impression yet. uh, Yeah, I know. I know. We haven't made that, that, that description for ourselves. (laughs) Uh, So setting out her strict demands, dog owner writes, I want to make some things abundantly clear because the last few sitters let me down. Okay, so so you know we're kind, we're kind of working through it. You know, you can you're you may be a little bit more testier, you may be a little pickier with what you with what you're looking for, um, and then we're gonna go into some of these. Uh, so uh, I will pay you uh the the U.S. dollar equivalent it is uh, I will pay you one hundred and ten dollars for your services. Also, these these are all quotes from the dog owner. Uh, I will pay you one hundred and ten dollars for your services. You are there to make sure Juni is fed, watered, and medicated. That is a fair price. Quote, you are to be there 90% of the time. Last year, our AC went out while the girl was at work, and we lost two rabbits because she was not there. Holy smokes. 90% of the time? How hot was it? Yeah, 90% of the
0: time. That That is a lot. That's way too much. And also, yeah, what are you doing? Why is your is your house like a freaking sauna? Yeah, what's going on? I feel like if, all, okay, yeah, two things. Uh, if it went out and before, like she went to work and then came home, like it was that quickly that the, the house went to you know, it, the, what is this insulation in this house? Oh it's, gar- it's garbage, it went to what 200 degrees to kill this freaking rabbit. Or I, I feel like rabbits can survive in a little <laughs> bit of feel heat.
1: Like they, I feel like they can. Is your house all windows? Uh, is every wall a magnifying glass? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, continuing with, quote: uh, Any emergencies, uh, you will pay for out of your own pocket. You are in charge of taking care of Junie, and if anything happens, uh, anything should happen under your supervision. All caps. It is your responsibility. That's insane. That's, That's insane. insane. This is where it, she's losing me. She's losing me. She's, yeah, she's Oh,
0: I'm. i She's already lost. Me. Yeah. Cre- cre- credibility already. is
1: gone. <laughs> quote. Yes, we do have cameras and check them frequently. No friends over parties or anything of the like. Quote: Keep your phone on loud. I cannot stress how much anxiety I get when I call to check on her and I do not get a response. Lady, then don't leave. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Also, so you want these people to be there ninety percent of the time by
0: themselves? Yeah, and that's it.
1: And oh, this is I, bonkers. What, what kills me about the about the uh, the out of pocket emergencies is. She is this this woman is having somebody come take up her her dog who already has health problems. And is like, if any other health problems come up now, it's on you. That's what I was thinking. What is to stop
0: her from like knowing this dog needs to go to the vet and then just like making
1: this poor dog sitter have to take him to the vet, right. Uh, And finally, last quote, uh, and finally, you'll be paid in full approximately 24 hours after I return. I will make sure Junie isn't showing any anxiety, etc. Before I write the check. and quote. Oh what wait, in the wait. Walk? Here's another little snippet. Uh, the owner ends her list of demands with an abrupt, "Are we clear?" And is shocked when the dog says, <laughs> the job."
0: I would turn this down for sure. I would. Oh yeah.
1: So she has
0: to. So she is going to subjectively decide whether this dog is showing anxiety, etc. And then decide to pay them
1: after nine days, just a hundred dollars being
0: there. Oh
1: my god! So the dog sitter, the dog sitter replies, "Hi. Unfortunately, I would not be able to meet all of the demands. I hope you find a great sitter." (laughs) It's like still pretty positive, you know.
0: A lot nicer than
1: I would have been. Uh, So, not taking no for an answer, the owner makes uh, her reveal which part of the job description is quote too hard for her. Oh, maybe all of it. Lady, let it go. Uh, so the dog sitter says, quote, I do work full time and I dog sit on the side. I wouldn't be there 90% of the time as you requested. Uh, so the uh, the owner says, quote, that uh, and uh, no, sorry, the, the, the sitter says that and $110 for a full week is not sufficient enough, especially if I will be giving the dog uh, subcutaneous fluids and checking blood sugar
0: you know, that's unreal.
1: Yeah, that is unreal. Uh, So the owner snapped back saying she was going to explain her dog's medical care in person before trying to shed doubt on the on her dog sitting uh, abilities. The owner added, quote, if it's too hard, then it's too hard. I thought I'd give you a chance, but obviously you don't need the money that bad. I don't want your, quote, services.
0: Are you kidding
1: me? Yeah, you could work. A
0: minimum wage. Okay, so you could literally work two hours a day for those nine days at ten dollars an hour. Yeah. And make more than that. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> who is doing? That? I don't think that
1: math checks out
0: it precisely, but it was close enough.
1: So people were stunned <laughs> by the owner's rude demands and shared their sympathies with the dog sitter who was simply trying to earn extra money. One user saying, Is this dog owner from outer space? How delusional. Uh, so basically, for t- so basically, for twenty-four uh, hour care over the week, uh, this woman would be paying sixty-five cents per hour for
0: a dog that's like not an easy dog, to no, 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 and no, no, you no, can't no, no, no. see anybody in that time frame.
1: Yeah. So, so the rest of the story here is just is just uh, quotes from people's responses, uh, resounding support for the dog sitter, uh, and I'm I'm there with her. I this it it, that's absurd to me
0: i am uh okay so we we've done a lot of stories in the past where we've very much just you know been strongly on someone's side or strongly against someone or you know we really can't we can't make a decision i don't know that i've ever been on somebody's side more than this dog sitter
1: oh yeah oh yeah like this
0: is ridiculous
1: and furthering that i've never been against somebody more than i have this dog owner True, I just, and, and you know what? I see why she added the
0: rude in there because she is being rude.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Now That's it awful. all comes back around.
0: It's all making sense, honestly. Things are coming together where it's making, we're making it happen. And I completely get what's going on here. I, I would be frustrated, let's say that. To say the least, would I would be too.
1: Frustrated. If I was trying to make an extra look and I got this, come
0: on. I would turn it down. I don't even know what would be a good, reasonable pay for this.
1: Yeah, I, I have no comparison, but I know this is this is absolutely lowballed. For a week and you had to be there 90% of the time? Come on. Dude, I'm taking
0: like a thousand at least.
1: I'm taking a thousand for this diabetic dog, I would do. Well, you gotta have enough to at least pay for the freaking emergencies if something happens. Oh my god, come on. Oh, of course the dog's gonna be showing some anxiety. Man, you left it with a stranger for a full week. Dude, yeah, exactly. The
0: dog got freaking health problems.
1: Oh man. I
0: I don't like this lady. In fact, I might hate this lady. That <laughs> <laughs> it just is so frustrating. $110 for nine days straight of work. That's no, horrible.
1: I'm against it.
0: That's horrible. I'm I'm against it as well. So I'm with you and against this lady. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> so nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That was a good one. That was a good story. So yeah, I like that it. was good to know. That's good to know. So um, I know we have just a little bit of time left here. And I say we have we have we've been through our stories that we were gonna get through, right? That's that seems correct. Yeah. But through the stories, and so we have a mental floss list again, because mm-hmm. they're just so fun. They're oh, they're yeah. just great every time. And uh, this one we thought it was kind of fun. We found it last week, and I thought it was interesting because uh, you know there's food everywhere. We like we, we like the foods, so I thought it was kind of cool. So this one is the original locations of 30 famous fast food chains. We really are turning into an educational podcast. We are assuming yeah. all these are accurate. These I did not fact check them. So the first one is McDonald's. Uh, it is on, it was on. I'm just going to put San Bernardino, California.
1: It is interesting. Is that? Pizza Hut. Interesting. The The image included wow. for this Pizza Hut just looks like it's a just, a just a regular house with the Pizza Hut sign on the front. Uh, <laughs> and it really does. was from Wichita, Kansas. I didn't know that, but that
0: checks out kind of for me yeah. for some reason. It makes sense. It makes sense. TGI Fridays.
1: Oh, that's fun. It's on First Avenue,
0: New York, New York.
1: Wow, look at that. How neat. Look at uh, that. I'm also trying to see if any of these descriptions <laughs> are of any importance. Why do, what of them get you? Well really feel the thunder. Oh, uh, Waffle All House. Oh yeah. Number four, Waffle House. Waffle Home is from Decatur, Georgia. I love Waffle House. How do you feel oh, about yeah. Waffle House? I, I enjoy Waffle is, House. That's that's one dude. where like you you can you really you can really see who's who's a snobby person in your life. When based off their reaction, when you say, "Man, I can go for Waffle House," because the majority of people I'm around are like, they there is nothing more they'd rather do in that moment than go to Waffle House. They could be doing anything. I could be like, "Man, you want to hit a Waffle House?" They'd be like, "Yes, I'm dropping what I'm doing." But I know a couple, <laughs> people like, I know a couple people that are like, "That is a cesspool of germs." I'm like, "Yeah, you're paying for the experience." That's what makes it better. That's what makes it that's what makes it a home. It's the
0: I think it's the, the uncleaned grilling surfaces that yeah. make the food better. Oh, yeah. If your waffle doesn't taste a little bit like something else, or your eggs <laughs> don't taste a little bit like sausage and bacon, you know, you got hash browns got a little more mixed flavors. Them, you're eating the wrong things. If
1: if it doesn't taste like cross-contamination, man, something's good. It's so
0: true. If your freaking pancakes aren't tasting like bacon, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you're not eating the right places. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh
0: also though is the one thing i will say is absolutely insane about waffle house it is the only restaurant that i can possibly think of that i think may exist in all of its entirety that is better from the hours of 12 to like 4
1: oh yeah midnight
0: to that, 4 a.m that's, that's,
1: that's prime time man that's prime time for waffle home dude and i don't know what it is about waffle
0: house at 3 a.m is just it's hitting different yeah it's perfect and it's just even with Honestly, you can be stone cold sober, and it's still hitting at yeah. three a.m. It, it's <laughs> like
1: it's like getting just a, a nice it, no matter what's going on at that point at three a.m. It's like a nice big hug, and you're like and you're like no matter what you know what everything is good. everything is okay. Waffle House will bring me through this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Waffle
0: House will do it. So uh, the next one is Dunkin' Donuts. Now it's not even called that. So maybe that's why how old this this one is. It's Dunkin' now, isn't it? Uh, I was in uh Quincy, Massachusetts. Interesting. Starbucks. I did I, I,
1: no, I'm not a huge a coffee Duncan person. Boy. I'm not a coffee person.
0: What about dodos, you dunkin donuts kind of guy?
1: Um yeah, I don't really have a huge preference on where I get donuts from. I'm a Tim Hortons really? guy a lot of times if I because Tim, Tim Hortons, Hortons is pretty yeah, Tim Hortons is pretty inexpensive here in Bowling Green. Uh, that's true. The Tim bits are hitting. Uh oh, yeah, I'll give you get, that one. Get, get some Tim bits. <laughs> I could get like a like a like a uh bagel like like a, a sausage egg cheese bagel sandwich and a, and, a, and like a honey glazed donut and it's like four dollars
0: oh yeah that's true oh yeah. are you well okay before we jump into anything else here yeah. i really just need to know are you a krispy kreme guy yes there, there is a right answer i want to say that have you had a krispy kreme like
1: if i had a, had a krispy kreme, fresh krispy kreme if i had a krispy kreme in town i would frequent the location Okay, that makes sense. Have you ever had a hot light like, Krispy Kreme? like fresh? No, no, no. Well, because <gasps> back home, the, the the Krispy Kreme that we had was like 20 minutes from my house and I didn't know it existed until I was like 18. <laughs> and by that point, everybody that I knew had already been dumpster diving for the donuts because they would like, they toss out all the boxes at the end of the day. So you would get like, yeah. full taped up boxes in the dumpster. And then once they caught on that everybody was doing that, they start locking their dumpsters.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. To be honest with you. It's yeah. I know uh, another, another side
1: note, the the waste from like coffee and donut shops is absurd. <laughs> I've seen people just yeah, like, kind of crazy. They're like, well, we made these donuts with an hour left in the, in the day. So let's, <laughs> rather than have it like, you know, come home with us or go to you know, like homeless people, let's like dump 10 dozen donuts in the garbage. <laughs> like, are you kidding me?
0: Get out of here. Dude, that's true. But I will say, a hot light Krispy Kreme donut will change your life. It's 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 like top five food of all time. Not even I'll, just top five dessert or breakfast. It is like top five. Food.
1: I'll be on the lookout for them. I'll find one. It's so good. Well, if They're if, so if, if you got one in Indianapolis, I'll come over to Indian. <laughs> go do it. Starbucks.
0: We'll swing by the old. We'll swing by the old hot light. Krispy <laughs> yeah.
1: <cream. laughs> uh, so this one, this one I knew. Starbucks is from Seattle, Washington. That's fun. I th- I think I knew that too. I only knew that because
0: of uh, Nathan for you. I think nah, maybe I don't. Know. Maybe I knew it otherwise. I don't know.
1: Uh, Chipotle, Denver, Colorado. That
0: one's a little bit surprising to me.
1: That is a surprise. To be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, I, uh, Wendy's. Oh, Wendy's is from Columbus, Ohio. Uh that's hype. I did not that's know hype. that. I feel like I knew that.
0: I knew it was from Ohio, but I didn't know where
1: um but that's pretty
0: that's pretty sick Wendy, are you a wendy's guy wendy's is pretty nice
1: when i when i ate red meat i was a wendy's guy i they they had just the the best constructed fast food burgers
0: i will get they got hit in burgers oh, yeah. i'll say that they also have the greatest fast food meal deal of all time
1: oh yeah the, the four the, for four the four for four. Oh yeah
0: <laughs> goaded goaded on the sticks i'm jumping to the next one uh, i'm jumping down a little bit taco bell Downey, California. That one surprises me a little bit. That one seemed like it was going to be somewhere north because it's just so far removed.
1: That, from, I like, feel for me, I feel like a Downey, California. That makes sense for me. I feel like that's a very that's got for for an original location has, that has West Coast vibes. Um, Burger King is from Jacksonville, Florida.
0: Interesting. I didn't know that. I was trying to look out where uh, Downey, California is because I don't actually know. And it is—it's on the south side of like Colorado. It's like pretty south of it. Oh wow! It's like really close to the border, actually, of Mexico. So uh, you know what? Maybe it is real authentic hey, Mexican cuisine. Maybe. <laughs> um, I'm just giving that, Whoa! Look at that. There's another one, White Castle, Wichita, Kansas.
1: Also. Oh. How are we doing? No that? way. That's kind of okay.
0: Crazy. Are you a White Castle's hitting a little different?
1: Somehow. I've never had White Castle before. Oh,
0: there's one by me. They go crazy. I don't even like the burgers there. They're nasty, but the chicken rings, <laughs> nothing. There's absolutely no circumstance ever that a
1: chicken should be in the form of a ring, but they are good. That, that just processed what you said to me. I can't imagine that. Dude, I don't like know why it didn't click chicken. in my head. That is bizarre. Oh, It's so weird.
0: It's a little nasty. It is so unnatural, but man, are they good.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Trevor, I don't know if you knew this, but if you knew this, this next one, I'm skipping out a little bit. If you knew this, then I, I got to question our friendship because you would lie to me. I feel this is important information you should have told me. KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken is from Salt Lake City, Utah. Ah. Did you know this? Have you been lying to me?
0: No, I didn't know that. Okay, I knew. Ahead. I think that I thought, guys, okay, so I'm reading a little bit of the description. I think I knew that the Colonel. I think I, he, I knew he was from Kentucky. Okay, but I didn't know that they started in freaking Salt Lake City. I don't think I thought they it was like Tennessee or something. Like it was just something a little, a little shady. And also, I think didn't isn't uh, like the reason why it's called Kentucky Fried Chicken is they changed it to KFC. Isn't it not have to do with? um that they wanted it to sound healthier it's because like kentucky i'm pretty sure has like a copyright on their own state name and you can't use it in things
1: oh that would make sense that sounds, that, that sounds like that's that's i think that's why they changed it to kfc thing. that's okay huh. yeah i'm
0: i'm pretty sure that's what it is don't quote me but i, I think that's what it is oh man that to makes be honest sense. With you. yeah um there's the next one panda express from glendale california I did not know that. I don't even know where Glendale is. There's This is the problem I'm going to throw. Sorry, I'm going to be so derailed. No, this, but it. California is so big that I don't know. I don't have a clue where things are.
1: I feel like everything everything you think of with California is, for the most part, in Southern California. It's true. And like California is two completely different places. Like the top and yeah. the bottom are oh, yeah. way different. It's crazy. Sorry, I was just thinking about that. Oh, I got you. Subway. Is from Bridgeport, Connecticut, and I, I had to add a little, uh, just a little, a little tidbit in here because I, I, I took a glance at the at the um, uh, at the little description with it. Uh, so, looking for a way to pay for college, seventeen-year-old Fred DeLuca borrowed one thousand dollars from Doctor Pepper, uh, sorry, Doctor Peter Buck. Uh, less cool. Cause I thought it said Dr. Pepper at first.
0: Now it um, would have been sick if it was from Dr. That's, Pepper.
1: That's what I thought. And then he had a last name the and I himself. was like, Oh, I misread that. Um, <laughs> but now, uh, there are $40,000 or 40,000 different uh, subway locations. That's crazy. Is so much. That I think, a lot. I think I'll look this up too. Uh, but I think there are like subway is the, is there are it's the most populous, uh, fast food chain.
0: It, it, yeah. It overtook, um, McDonald's for a while,
1: but I feel like I thought McDonald's took back the throne for some reason. I'm not,
0: I'm not sure if that's confirmed or not, to be honest
1: with you. Okay. So, so it is, it is McDonald's. Oh, uh, well it says McDonald's, uh, has 39,000 locations in 100 countries. Um, wait, nope. That says number two, Starbucks is number one. Oh, that barely
0: counts. That seems a little unreasonable if you ask me.
1: Oh man, I don't even. Oh, yeah, this is on invest. I don't trust investopedia.com with this. Anyway, moving on, <laughs> we're moving on. The next
0: one I think is kind of fun, uh, just because I, I'm gonna to read something here. So, little, little Caesars is in Garden City, Michigan. Wow, and the thing I love the absolute most about this is that they started it. Mike and Marion Illich opened the first one. You ready for this? In a strip mall in 1959, I love the fact that the Little Caesars is in a strip mall because that just that's so fitting.
1: I love the that. One
0: I love it. Mall.
1: So Tim that's Hortons. Awesome. I mentioned Tim Hortons earlier. Tim Hortons is from uh, Ontario, Canada, and I did know that one. I know it's it's a good Canadian one.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah, interesting. There's another one. I'm
0: really it's jumping out to me. Uh, what? Okay, sorry. This, I skipped like a bunch of them, but I'm kind of interested in this. Benihana started in New York, New York. Interesting. So, isn't that like the original like hibachi kind of thing?
1: Uh, yes, yes.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, I didn't know
1: that. Okay, that's cool. Huh?
0: Interesting. I didn't know it started there.
1: Uh, Dairy Queen is from, uh, Joliet, Illinois, oh, I feel like that, that one didn't jump out as a, as a bizarre one for me. <laughs> I feel like the Benny Hottes <laughs> one would have been a great one to end with. And I was like, here's Dairy Queen.
0: Ah, my bad. My bad. Um, oh, here's one that's kind of fun. Yeah.
1: Carrabba's Italian grill
0: started in Houston, Texas. That actually, that one seems, I think the weirdest to me so far. That,
1: that's interesting.
0: I feel like Houston, I feel like if it was like Italian girl, I would have really guessed the East coast. Like we're talking like Boston or
1: like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. New
0: Jersey. I, I'm i <laughs>
1: with you with that. Wow.
0: Huh. Speaking of which, did you know Delaware is a real state? I just don't think it is. I <laughs> I asked you a question that like, did you know, but like, to be honest with you, I don't think it's real. It's uh,
1: nothing comes from Delaware. I cannot think of a single thing from Delaware. Not even the current president of the United States. Ah,
0: crap. <laughs> <laughs> yep that one's on me that one's on me <laughs> for sure i forgot he was there no he was born in scranton pennsylvania
1: he was born in the office dang was he really well
0: wow. yeah he was a he was a senator from delaware so okay again that i don't think that means anything i think that's fake
1: it means nothing i'm not to convinced
0: me. No, I'm not. I, okay. I can think of something from every state, basically. Like, every state is real to me.
1: What's in North Dakota? What is in North Dakota?
0: Is in the is Mount Rushmore in South Dakota? I've, yeah. Okay. Well, North Dakota has got North Dakota State University, which is, like, the best FCS team in football. So, I know them. I can see that team. I, okay. uh, I have physical evidence of that team. All right. All right. You got that. Okay yeah see i i'm telling you every state has meaning to me except for
1: delaware i don't except for delaware all right there.
0: it's not real i'm I'm not going think... to quiz you
1: on any more on any more states <laughs> not, i'm trying to think of the most of the one that's like i i think is would be insignificant uh off the top of my head but I, I... the only other one i'll give you wyoming wyoming you know why? We, what is least populous state? least populous they got more cows than people
0: they do it's garbage state they should just morph into super
1: colorado <laughs> Super Colorado and North and South Dakota has got to become Dakota. They got to become East Dakota. It
0: it should be. And I think North and South Carolina, Carolina, Carolinas. Yeah. The only one I want to keep Virginia and West Virginia, because it's so weird. Who who thought West was going to be the one they wanted to put in there. (laughs) And I like how it's description is West Virginia and not East and West Virginia. It's just Virginia and West West Virginia.
1: Virginia. Yep. Oh yeah. I'll keep, I'll keep that, uh, that, (laughs) that defining line.
0: Dude that's fantastic that's fantastic that's
1: like having the 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 like
0: upper peninsula of michigan be called like top michigan <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> above michigan oh man Sorry, this reminds me of that freaking Mississippi. They're talking about the Midwest rant I went on in the first ever sit-down yeah. uh radio show we had. And it just reminds me of that. So sorry about that.
1: <laughs> Delaware not real though. That's there's
0: like, this is the educational podcast, is that I I'm teaching you now that Delaware is not real.
1: It, it will die on this hill. I
0: will die on this hill. It's just
1: garbage. I did,
0: I'll be honest though, I completely forgot about Joe Biden being there. <laughs> That one's on me. Oh,
1: man. I love it.
0: Yep, right over it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if I have any other ones that are really jumping out to me. Uh, That's all I got. Yeah, that sounds good to me. That sounds good to me. Oh, I lied. I remember this now. Sorry. I remember the only reason why Delaware is real is that actually, no, I'm changing it, is that I think this makes it less real. I'm sorry. I'm Last thing, you can cut out all this if you really need to. But but I remember that changes, is that the reason why I think it's extra not real, I think Delaware is a tax evasion state. That's it. That's
1: all you have it for. I feel like we can have a whole other sub episode on why it's a tax evasion state, and I don't want to go into it right now.
0: I'll give you a a teaser, a little teaser. Give me a teaser. Okay, just because the bottom reads it. So since the turn of the 20th century, Delaware is the de facto onshore corporate haven in which by virtue of its corporate laws, the state is the domicile over half of all NY, uh, New York Stock Exchange listed businesses and over three-fifths
1: of the Fortune 500. All right, I need to hear no more. I'm with you on that. Whether or not it whether or not it exists, it is for tax tax purposes.
0: <laughs> exactly. See, it's a garbage. I'm not, not even saying it's a garbage date. It's just fake.
1: It's not real. All right. All right. Oh. You, got, you got me on your side. We're four for four on choosing <laughs> sides this episode. It had to be done. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. But
0: uh, but yeah, so um, well, that's that's about all I really have for this. That's mm-hmm. all I got too. Nice, nice. Well. Catch you same time, same place, next week, wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening. And as always, thanks thanks for sitting sitting down with down with us.